Whether you're dealing with does in heat and bucks in rut, the winter blues, the marathon of kidding season in the spring, or show season in the summer, Nate Funk and John Kane of Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, are with you every step of the way, bringing you interviews from various breeders, judges, and others from all over the country. We're always covering the latest ad good news and covering topics to help make us all better dairy goat breeders. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and sidekick, Nate Funk. Nate, how's it going, brother? Pretty good, pretty good. Does sidekick uh, sound weird? Is that like... It like... does. I, I mean, I, I never... Do I get to call it, yes, hey, Mr. Batman? <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe sidekick doesn't work. Uh, I, I mean... Do I should I hold these two electric wires like this? Well, you could be uh, the captain, and I can be Gilligan. <clears throat> that works for you. Yeah, everybody liked Gilligan better too. <laughs> oh darn! <laughs> and it was Gilligan's Isle. That's true. <laughs> well, what's going on, man? How's your week going? Ah, uh, going pretty good. Um, we're done with the club shows for the year. Uh, looking at our county fairs right now we're looking at uh three of them you know kind of laid back somewhat local um taking yeah. a small contingent to each one and just kind of coasting on into breeding season uh our bucks are good and stinky and smelly and full of rot and i don't understand it grace toy just posted that her nubians were uh running as well <clears throat> and i'm i i just had my boys by collar yesterday and they're not even close yeah well i would say i saw those posts of your boys by collar and ours are just yeah um you know they're <laughs> we're, we're soon we're going to be taking the collars off them or putting on the larger collars because uh necks are be, beginning to swell and um, they're chasing each other around the buck pasture and uh, crazy thing of watching the younger bucks trying to uh, hang up or be be up there with the bigger bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, right now we got a junior herd sire who uh, is certain that he's a, a big 200-pound buck and he might top out at you know, 60 pounds right now. Do you guys have him in with your other bucks? Yes. Oh, yep. how'd, that, how'd that go? Oh, um, it, it actually goes very well. It's almost comical because you'll see this uh, 200 pound buck, you know, locks rear up on his hind legs, come down, and uh, opposite him is a 60 pound buckling rearing up as well. And they're ready to bash each other in the head. And locks will come down and stop. And Chuck will just. <laughs> Tap him on that forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. these bucks of ours are just so... Actually, they're very gentle. They're very good with the younger bucklings. Um, we're very That's fortunate. Good. Until, of course, you know, as we noted earlier in the day today, until, uh, you know, the younger bucklings get annoying and obnoxious and the older guys, you know, remind them who's in charge. Yeah, right. So... So did you get to uh, 
Did you get to catch any of the live streaming for the national show? Oh, yes, we did. Um, we'll, we'll discuss that in a little bit. Um, we got to watch, of course, uh, you know, we watched the showmanship and uh, the juniors on Sunday night. Um, and then we watched you know, the Alpine Tog and Grades and the OBs and a bit of the Nigees. Um, but we'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, how about you? How's how how's your week been going? You got photos of your boys out. Oh yeah, I got I've been having the uh the itch to be showing, so I got updated pictures of our kids. Um and then we got pictures of our bucks. I'm gonna have to get another picture of Orion because he was just a turd. And uh doesn't like being pinched down. He's just I gotta I gotta like work with him for like two or three weeks just really like an hour after work every day and just really work with him because he just he's fine to lead around and all that stuff but as soon as you try to pitch him down he's like nope and just like starts walking (laughs) so uh it makes it makes him look terrible every time you know like like these this group of pictures it made him look posty and he's not a posty buck so i was like oh this is fun uh whereas vasgas on the other hand is just wonderful and totally was like ready to be a show goat so it is what it is but uh we got some updated pictures of everybody besides uh our milkers and our dry yearling mary mac um which we'll do at dutch's county fair uh have that nice backdrop they always have flowers set up so you get a nice backdrop pretty backdrop for the uh website um and then uh we had a listener uh reach out to us uh asking for tips on how to show her Nubian. So I made a quick little video uh for her and put it up on our Instagram page uh yep. for for anybody that's on there. Um I should probably post it on our Facebook page too, but we've been posting a lot on our Facebook page for the for the podcast, so I figured uh I'd spare everybody that little video uh for now but i can post it later if people want to see that um she was having issues with leading the goat and pinching it down and trying to find that sweet spot you know it's a a junior nubian so they can be kind of finicky on the collar for a little bit yes they can well you know (laughs) and you i i saw your responses to her and what you showed and and i didn't add anything in myself because you pretty much covered everything i would have said um you know it really what it is for getting them to walk and learn to set up and and even to pinch down is just working with them mm-hmm. you know i think like Orion, if you just keep doing it you know every so often every time you take them out you know set him up pinch him um you know after a bit he, he'll get it uh, you just it, it takes practice yep, yep. i think our our junior does here they get it just because i have this you know the three kids and every time they play with the the babies they just one of the ways they play is they play show and they set them up and they pinch them down and walk them around a little bit so yeah yeah it's uh well i'm guilty of with orion is i'm guilty of uh giving them their grain make sure they have hay and water and and you know, give them a couple scratches and just walking away, right? I think everybody this time of uh, year is oh, focused on their does. Yeah, everybody's focused on their does. 
uh, trying to get them ready for shows and everything. So it, it kind of goes to the wayside. Or your boxes are kind of like mine and they're already in rot. And... <laughs> I don't understand wants, it. Nobody, want, nobody wants to touch them because if you take them, if you touch them at all, you end up smelling like, well, um, buck. Oh, well, um, I, I mean, I smelled like a buck after yesterday of, of setting them up, but I wasn't like reeking like during breeding season. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> For us, you, you you pull in our driveway, and if your windows are down, you kind of go, you're like, what's that smell? Um, <laughs> you know, if you have goats, you go, hmm, what's that? Sm-? I know what that smell is. Um, yeah, right, and you right. look out, and, and there's our boys out in the pasture, you know, looking at you like, hey, guys, hi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we also updated our, our um, farm website. Uh, I also, I should mention this because this was fun. I also managed to uh, make Guernsey breeders pretty mad. Uh, that's not a thing to be proud of. I'm not proud of it, but it, it was silly. Uh, the whole situation was silly. Well, it, it, it depends on your point of view of it. From their point of view, it wasn't silly. <laughs> so this I is heard about this. Because... I heard <laughs> about this. Because, so this is... <laughs> because Guernsey breeder numero... Uno or dos, you know, let my family know her thoughts. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh, we'll have to talk after the show about that. Um, uh, so basically, what happened was, uh, for Progressive, the show, I decided I'm going to clip one of my Guernseys that didn't have super long hair to begin with. Uh, give her a nice dairy clip, and then the other Guernsey I was going to give a nice uh, Guernsey clip, as I'll call it, uh, where you know you still have the shag, but you do uh, the legs, you know, the feet up to the uh, you trim them elbow. up, yeah. You basically do the cold weather trim. Yeah. So uh, I posted. Uh, we took pictures of our kids this week, so I posted pictures of our kids and got to the Guernseys, and I posted one of the short hair Guernsey, Guernsey, and uh, a lot of well. It was it was actually kind of a 50-50 split. It uh, was were, a 50-50 split. There were people that were uh fine with it, thought she looked beautiful cuz she has a very pretty doe kid. She is. Um and then there were people that were just dumbfounded on why I would clip my doe uh a dairy clip when Guernseys can be shown with long hair. Uh and a lot of people have had the mindset of, "Oh, well they're a hair breed." It's like, "Well, no, they're they're dairy goats." So I'm going to clip them what shows off their traits best, right? Now, um, now can I uh, go back to Progressive? We, we talk about the Progressive. It was kind of a big weekend um, for us. But um, now with the Guernseys, yeah. my observation was you clipped the one who's general, the dry does, the right, junior right. does. Yeah, they're April kids. You clipped the one who didn't, have quite a strong general appearance as the other doe at least in my opinion uh i always flip-flop on which one i like better to be honest with you but yeah i can see okay. her, gener- her general appearance is a little bit different she's not as deep or wide for sure right and you know if i when they were both long haired i probably would have gone with the one that you kept with long hair mm-hmm. as one over two now you Dairy clipped the one that 
I would have put it number two. At Progressive, she went, you know, she went over the other one in both rings. Yeah. Right? Um, which kind of says to me that in a Dairy Goat show, the Dairy Clip was preferred by the judge. Um, but I, 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 I say understand was, why I, people say that they're a hair breed because in clipping them, you remove their identity of sorts as a hair breed. Um, they're not hair a hair breed, breed, which produces milk. They're not fiber goats. They're 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 dairy goats. But so, um, I got reminded. So, you know, my, I've got my family, and they're involved in the currencies, and and they go way back on some of these shows and these breeds. And my father reminded me that um, Toggenbergs, way back, way back, were shown as kind of a hair breed as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I I believe that when we watched National Show this week, um, how many Toggenbergs shown with the six inches of hair still on them. Do you know how many? None. Right. So there you go. Um, I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but I I think that if you're trying to show the animal um, without the judge having to run their hand all over it to see what's under the hair, you're going to end up with with a dairy clip. Now, if you also want to showcase the long hair, you know, maybe find a way to do, I don't know if you can do both. Um, well, here's here's the deal. This is what really got me fired up with this whole thing, because honestly, I didn't really care uh, too much about uh, people thinking I was a horrible person for clipping them short because they're a quote-unquote hair breed. Um, my problem was that <clears throat> I'm a new breeder in the breed, right? I have two well, new I think kids. most people are. Yeah. I have two new kids, um, and you have these people that have had Guernseys for years, um, and maybe they're not. Uh, for, for the most part, I've, I noticed that the people that were being loudest really aren't performance herds, which is fine. Everybody has their herd for a reason, right? Uh, they want a lot of them want to just uh, keep the breed going and, and uh, just just make them well known for dairy goats, right? They want to they want to more numerous. Yeah, they want to they want to just keep the breed alive because there's not a lot of them out there. Uh, they're yeah, very no, rare. No. Uh, so I can I can see that and but my thing is you if you're going to be an older breeder welcoming people into your community and you want to keep them around don't be nasty to them because <laughs> and it was unfortunate because I I mean re- looking back I was getting a little nasty myself uh, just because I was dumbfounded that this is how uh, they welcome new people to their community right um, that was my huge thing with everything as I'm like wow. And I had people messaging me that were our dairy goat breeders, ober breeders, alpine breeders, whoever. They're like, oh, have luck. Have good luck with that, man. I'm like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully they'll get over it. And 
the next couple years as we uh, grow our herd. But anyway, that was just a, a fun uh, part of my week. Um, the big part of the week, though, was national show. Um, before we get to the national show uh, stuff that we have to cover, do we want to cover some ad good news, Nate? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, first off, uh, I didn't add this into the news, but I'll, I'll say it now. Um, as Nate and I have been uh, saying for the last couple weeks, um, you should be receiving your ballot. Make sure you get it out. Some ballots, including mine, was missing one of the candidate's letters. Uh, so it's not a one-off. It's There's people in every district that are missing letters from either one, two, or multiple people. It just wasn't stuffed in the envelope. So I encourage everybody to go to their district page. Uh, in our case, we got an email from one of the candidates with their letter attached to it. Uh, and just uh, just look up the the people that are running and, and we'll actually, it'll, it'll probably be pretty smart for us, Nate, to uh, add the candidates for each district and they're maybe attach their letters to a post or something. Um, we can see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a post for each district or something. Um, but yeah, make sure uh, you receive everything. I know uh, one of the directors uh, that's not running received their ballot and the envelopes were already sealed, <laughs> so they don't yeah, know if it I heard was about from that like, one. they don't know if it was from like precipitation or something, but uh, they were already Humidity. sealed. Yeah, it's been awfully hot and rainy here, so it's understandable. Um, but just just check what you got and make sure you're getting all the information that you need to make a clear and concise choice on who you want to vote for, um, and do vote because your voice matters. I was gonna say that that's what I was just gonna say. Vote. You don't if you don't vote it, it really it sounds terrible, but if you don't vote, don't complain about the director or the job mm-hmm. the director's doing or not doing. Um you know right now, you know, Adkins kind of got issues and we need people who are gonna do things. And we also need somebody that we can communicate with. If we can't communicate with this person, we can't reach out to them. You know, maybe we what need. What good are they? Yeah. Um, at the same time, you know, and think about that with any candidate. If there's somebody who's saying, I want to be director, I'm not director. Are they somebody you can talk to? Mm-hmm. You know, um, Think about that, but it most important thing is vote. You know, a lot of the districts have had about 10 to 12% of the membership actually vote in the past few, you know, district elections. That's terrible. You know, that means that, you know, 10% of the population is choosing. So. And uh, I've. I've reached out to people that I know are on Facebook and have uh, talked to them, make sure they got their ballot and all that good stuff. Um, And a lot of people are like, well, I don't really know this person. It's like, okay, well, what would you like to know? And I can get you information, you know, (laughs) reach out to somebody. If you don't know these people, or if you are on Facebook, you can go to your district page. Like in our instance, uh, you can go to district two and you can, 
hit the search button once you're on the district two page and type in that candidate's name and press enter and it'll show you all the posts that they've been active on and if you think that they align with how you would feel in those situations on those posts then that might be your person um but yeah just do your research and uh most importantly vote uh moving on from us beating that dead horse ng <laughs> yeah ng ng Everyone should have received an email from ADGA to reset your password on NG. They sent out your ID number, uh, your PIN, and login ID. Uh, If you have issues with the login ID, because some people have, take the period out of, because like mine's like, mine's a hillair.farm, right? So if I take the, if I take the period out um, and just leave a space, then I was able to get in. Uh, so, but this, this whole email is, and reset is to assist, uh, those that are still having issues getting into NG almost five months later. Um, so hopefully everybody else can get in. Cause I know I've seen posts where people are still aren't able to get in. So hopefully yeah, this fixes yeah. that. Uh, so check your email, uh, check your, if you notice that you didn't get it, check your, mine was in my spam folder for some reason. So check in there. Um, ours goes to for some reason. Ours goes to uh, basically a spam folder, not exactly spam, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I always just type in Adga, and it comes up in my search. So it doesn't matter what file it's under. Um, also, national show silent auction results are in. Uh, Hooray! The, right. I mean, I was pretty impressed with some of these numbers. Um, the Alpine Doling uh, went for $1,058. The Lamach Doling went for 800 The Nigerian Doling went for 800 as well, which I was kind of shocked by that. I uh, was too. <clears throat> I was. I thought they'd go for... Usually they go for much more than that. Nope. I, I was expecting another zero in there. Nah, I don't know about that, but I was expecting at least double that. Um, the Nubian Doling raised six six hundred and twenty five dollars again another one where i was kind of like whoa um the oberhasi doling was 859 the sonnen was was withdrawn um the sable was 800 the toggenberg doling went for a thousand fifty and the recorder grade yeah she was she's pretty uh the recorder grade lamacha type uh went for 850 uh, so congrats to the buyers and Adga for raising $6,842 in the auction. Yay! So, uh, that yeah. That was crowd cheering. Right? <sighs> <laughs> so uh, that hopefully that gets to put to good use. And um, I look forward to seeing the spotlight sale this year and how it's going to be done and all that that stuff. Um, I mean, that's the the next big thing, really, is now convention, which will be in Tucson. Yeah. That's a beautiful resort that they're having it at. Um, so it'll be fun to see how that goes. Um, so that's the next big thing. Um, yeah, convention. Other than all these, these state fairs and, and stuff finishing up. <laughs> but, whoa, what'd you drop? Uh, Tierney was getting her uh, stuff to do her nails, and she dropped something. I think. What oh, color? Yeah. What color are you going with? Oh, the baby monitor she dropped. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Alice is sleeping. Um. 
So now we're going to go through the uh, national show uh, breed winners, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go through the breed winners, and we're not going to go through and say, oh, we liked uh, the depth on this one and the mammary system and all this stuff. I mean, we posted all of the winners on our Facebook page for the podcast, and um, shout out real quick while I'm thinking of it, Nate. There is a herd that was posting like real time as they were watching the live stream. Yeah. And they, they just, they just kept it going left and right. I mean, it was a uh, hornbow dairy goats. Yes. Uh, they, every breed, they posted the winners and names and in classes they were posting, uh, if they caught them all, uh, they were posting the names of the uh, animals that were in each class. So thank you for that. I know how much work that had to take. Um, and really, I, I know I'm not the only one um, that was really appreciative of those uh, posts by you. So thank you, Hornbow Dairy Goats. Um, so yeah, so national show. Uh, breed winners, we'll start with Nubians, and then Nate, you can do Sables, okay? Sweet! So <clears throat> Nubians, we'll start with Juniors. Uh, the national champion was the senior yearling, J- J&M Hideaway, Bella Estelle, uh, the reserve national champion was uh, <clears throat> Blissberry Party in the USA. Um, oh, for same. Oh, sorry, can we finish up with Nubians here? Yeah, <laughs> and then Get we're excited seni- here. Seniors, uh, the national champion was SGCH Wosthove FB Jelly. Uh, she's a five-star M aged doe, and reserve national champion was JNM Hideaway. AB Desert Mirage. Okay, now with Sable Juniors, uh, the intermediate kid, which was national champion, was a Kickapoo Valley JSC Niemberry. Congratulations uh, to uh, the Jedlowskis on that and Cameron. Yes, over yes. At the so beautiful congrats. doe. Uh, and then the you know senior yearling was the reserve national champion. Was uh, Noble Springs Maybell. Uh, those were the juniors. You know, mm-hmm. The seniors national champion went to the three-year-old, you know, old, old uh, Grande uh, Grande AC chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. And the reserve national champion was a five and six-year-old uh, acres of goat COF mist. Yep. Uh, so. Congrats to the uh, Sables. Beautiful does in the Sables there. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, for re- recorded grade juniors, uh, national champion was the senior yearling, Sonnen type, uh, CE Rock Run Zoffs Riva. Uh, the reserve national champion went to the intermediate kid, Autumn Acres Sweet Sonnet. Uh, for seniors, uh, both were Lamacha types. Uh, it went to the four year old. Um, national champion uh, C.H. Wande's Supernova and reserve national champion was also the four-year-old C.H. Uh, Autumn Acres S.S. Sage. Yeah, with the Alpine Juniors, uh, the, the junior national champion was uh, Pleasant Grow Frame Mainline. Uh, she was a senior kid. The reserve national champion junior was, chances are, cacao, cacao, uh, magic. 
Coco, bro. Coco. Coco. You have it spelled as cacao. <laughs> that's, that's how you spell Coco. Uh, okay, well, yeah. if they've heard us, uh, <laughs> let us know which one it is. Um, she was a junior kid. Real yeah. sharp doling. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the national champion is the five and six year old uh, from uh, Caracal, PGW. Oh, goodness. They've tripped me up on this one. Acabono. Uh, Acabono. Okay, Acabono. Well, and then uh, reserve national champion is four year old GCH, Shining Moon, Justina. Congratulations uh, with those beautiful Alpines. For Toggenbergs, uh, we'll start with the juniors. National champion went to Taylor Ridge Mercedes. She's an intermediate kid. Uh, and reserve national champion went to Heatwave KO Diamond Dazzle. She was a dry yearling. For seniors, the national champion was GCH Johea's Acres Poker Face. Reserve national champion was GCH Quality Crest. Cowboy Maggie. It's cool seeing a cowboy daughter still doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now there. the Overhosleys. You know, you know, we're, we're just a little partial to this breed, but you all know that. Yeah. Um, the Uber junior national champion cares. was the senior kid, uh, Van Just, VJB Nicolite. Um, and the reserve national champion was the overboard dragon queen or senior kid. Um, then uh, the seniors, mm-hmm. w- they went with the three-year-old uh, CH automakers cover girl for national champion and reserved national champion was the H Joe GCH van just three GS Dallas. Just a quick note. I noticed that I believe Nicolite is off. There's uh, not like, like Dragon Queen was a, a, a offspring of Dallas, I believe. Mm, yes, I believe so. She's also a Stormbringer daughter. Um, congratulations yes. to Kurt and Brandy, who both have been on the show. Uh, so congrats there. Uh, and well, we'll and I didn't say in Thompson's, you know, we had, you know, Anna on the show up there with the Alpines. Oh yeah, 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 yep. Well, that was her sister. Was I know, but Emily, it, it's the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family affair there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, congrats to them. Okay. Uh, with the La Mancha Juniors, uh, we've got national champion went to senior yearling uh, Goat San Staten. Reserve national champion uh, senior kid Majenly M M Noshi. Seniors went to the five and six year old uh, national champion SGCH Rockin' CBRZ Haiku. Reserve national champion went to Rockin' CBHPM Jordan. Now, the Sonnens, the junior national champion, was the intermediate kid from Hidden Meadows, uh, Naomi. Uh, the reserve national champion was the junior year lane. Uh, from uh, Puddle Duck, Dalton Paisley. The seniors, the four-year-old was the national champion, uh, SGCH, Tempo Passa, uh, Atole. Mm-hmm. And the 
reserve national champion with the again the four year old class again from Tempo Passa, Tempo Passa Eliza. Uh, both of them were eleven star milkers. Long line of production there. Yep. And then we'll end it with the Nigerians, by far the biggest group of them all. And uh, congrats to Dan Laney for sorting through some amazing kids here. There was a class with 70 kids in it. Yeah. One class. 75, 75, I think. So, Um, but I think he got it right. There was some awesome animals there. Uh, We'll start out with the juniors. National champion went to the senior yearling. Lil Mountain O.A. Hasana. Reserve national champion went to the senior kid, uh, Lil Misbehavin W.M. Azera. For seniors, national champion went to the five and six year old Woodbridge Farm 22K gold. Uh, Reserve national champion went to the two year old Lil Misbehavin Always Magical. Uh, So congrats to everybody that went to national shows and not only these national champions and reserve national champions, but also uh, the youth winners, the showmanship winners, the class winners. I mean, let's face it. uh, If I had a kid or doe or anything go first in their class, I'd be ecstatic. So congratulations to everybody that uh, brought what they bred and did a wonderful job. The quality was definitely there. Um, I, I look at these animals in national champion reserve and they fit the bill. They look the part. Yeah. Um, so congrats to everybody there. Uh, I know we had other guests that had pretty productive weeks uh, like Emily Crocker at Chickadee uh, Farm, Nigerian. She had a first place. Uh, Julie Mathis had a couple first places and did really well. Um, we had quite a few uh, of our guests on there. I know uh, Morgan Allen had a couple. Um, so yeah, congratulations to everybody. Uh, it's definitely a tiring week for everyone. And it's nice to see that national show is back, baby. And it's better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nate. I just like ended it. I'm like, yeah. And you're just like, yeah, well, <laughs> national show. You, no, sound no, like no, you, no. you sound like so, you were there for the week. No, for me it was like, like yeah, and I'm think already thinking like, yeah, and we have 335 days. Not that I'm counting. No, until you're counting. The next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited. Um, speaking now, of, the, did you get to watch any of because, this? What's that? Did you watch any of it? It was live stream. So I was able to watch some of the junior shows when I got home from work. Um, like the Oberhasley, obviously I got home from work and watched that before chores. Um, and Togs, I watched a little bit of, uh, I didn't catch Sables or Nubians. I caught Sonnens and Nigerians cause those were on my days off. Um, I was pretty impressed with everything. I caught the Oberhasleys at work. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, but I was, I was happy with everything. The live streaming quality, I think there's things that we can work around i mean watching <laughs> the, the Oberhasley uh senior show the it took a little bit for that videographer to wake up and i know that these are all <coughs> people that have um that that sign up to do this and volunteer and don't get paid um but it took a little bit for them to wake up i i have ideas to make the camera angle better so we're not 
looking at so much people butts. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say that. You know, like, it seemed like about a quarter of the time you either were looking at somebody's butt or their back. Um, yeah. Well, I so for work, we set up uh, for for what we call TV games. And that's when you know, games are pros- are on the television uh, with like CBS sports or CBS or what have you um, for football, basketball, all that good stuff. Uh, so like, I, I know that there's a lot to go into it, but there's also some pretty simple things we could do uh, to make the angles a little bit better, like making a three and a half, four foot tall platform for the videographer to stand on. So they're looking down and not looking head level with with a. I mean, it looked like they had the camera set up on a table with the angle it was. Um, but so you're not well, getting I, that butt shot. Well, I think part of it though was, it, or I, I and I don't know this, but my take on it was that they were trying to shoot it at the level of the animal. So if you were sitting ringside and you were looking at them, you were theoretically getting the same view as as if you were there well then they need to i agree with you though if they were to raise have raised it up though you know three or four feet it at least would have gotten it above most everybody's head there are a few really tall people there but Mm -hmm. beyond that you would have gotten it above nearly everybody's head and it wouldn't have mattered who was standing in front of the camera and with the distance across the ring, it would have been negligible in in the way it looked. Um, I do agree with you there. Uh, there was a lot. There was a lot of you know for paying, you know, basically pay per view. Yeah, it would pay per view for a week, but um, you uh, you get, we saw a lot of of backs and and stuff. Well, that and and like I said, the videographers were volunteers. Like, like let's let's if we're gonna pay ten thousand, they were volunteers. I'm pretty positive because I thought I saw a post with somebody that said, "Oh, they were on camera from this day and this day." Um, hmm. but if you're gonna pay ten thousand dollars to live stream this event, um, let's pay for videographers, right? Yeah, well, that that by the way. Broke down to five dollars, five thousand a ring, or a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. Um, per ring. Um. So yeah. Um. I mean, it is what it is. The one thing that I didn't like about the live streaming was the fact that you couldn't. So I, like I said, I was working, so I couldn't go back home. After work and go okay, I'm gonna watch that milker class, the the milker classes and for Tagenbergs or or, or whatever. Or, or Oberheisling, yeah, whatever. We're Oberheisling readers. So so you can't go back and look at it until after the the show was over. And I just checked it today, and it looks like you can pick which one you want to watch. Um, for each ring, I'll be interested to see. I don't see showmanship on here. Maybe it was no, too. but it, it does kind of, oh, part of me is like, yeah, I'd want to go look at it just to see, yeah, you know, did I agree with it again? But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know the outcome. 
Yeah, but I so I don't care too much about knowing the outcome. I want to watch for my own sake of uh, quality that's out there for the breeds, and also so I can kind of get a feel of what judges are looking for in national champions. I mean, I get obviously I know a feel, but I, it's the only time that well, you get to watch this stuff, man. Right. <laughs> well, the, the the other thing though, and this is kind of what you know a lot of us do at any other show. But except Nationals is kind of the biggest one to do this at. Mm-hmm. Is you look out there, and I think you know, you know, Kurt Schnippy. Thank you, Kurt. Mentioned that you know one of the things about National Show and watching National Show is you get to you got a large variety of uh, of genetics on display there, mm-hmm. and it may not be a, purely about seeing who won. You know, the, the Doe who won, you know, national champion, reserve national champion, may not have the trait you're looking for. You know, you may be saying, I need I need uh, four other, you know, right. or something. And I or and I really like that four other on that Doe there, who might have been the fourth place Doe. Right. You know, she's not the national champion she's fourth place she's not even going to be in running for it but you find out that that fourth place though is you know at this farm sired by that buck and you either you know try to get a buck kit out of him or her or you try to get you know semen it's a it's a good way to look at what's out there and you know relate it to what you need as a breeder to improve your animals and or your breed. Um, yep. it's, it's really also, the best thing. Also, just going on to the online event page uh, for where National Show is streamed, Ring 2 is available to stream. Or, I'm sorry, Ring 1 is available to stream. Ring 2 is not. It says this, really? it, this event is scheduled for July 27th at 9 a.m. So maybe that's so that's gonna be Tuesday morning. Yeah, so I'm gonna be counting days because so the, so these live streams, if you paid for the service, it's avail it's available thirty days after the show. Now I'll be interested to see if it is thirty days from when the show started or from thirty days where it's available in the library. Uh, so I'm going to be taking notes because. I'm sorry, but if we're paying $10,000, I want to make sure that people have it at their fingertips. Now, I've been assured that the live stream portion will be saved. And um, David Abbott at ADGA has said that we have, an, we have a YouTube page for that. I haven't seen anything on the YouTube page from previous national shows, but maybe... That's just me. Well, that may also be something that's in the works, too. We'll see. That's mm-hmm. unfortunately one of these things where you just got to trust and wait and see. <laughs> My trust went out the window with NG, brother. I question everything now. Just wait. You just be patient and wait. You know that's not my forte. Patience is not something I'm good at. <laughs> not mine lately. Um so yeah. let's let's talk about nationals next year and what we're planning on doing with this podcast and with the show. Uh, 
we're both planning on attending. Uh, you're probably bringing about 30 does. No, um, 20. No, 20. Oh, excuse me. I misspoke. Uh, <laughs> keep it small. You have to pay. 20 is not how much it costs to enter these things. Yeah, that's why I have a small herd, buddy. Not breaking the bank every time I go to a show. Uh. <laughs> so so you're you're planning on going to nationals in Harrisburg right now. That's yeah. the plan, right? As am I. Um so I've noticed that there has been a demand for behind the scenes looks at nationals. Uh people that aren't there want to see what it's like. Um, and there are some YouTube videos about it, but they're a little bit outdated. Um, so I was thinking we're going to be there. We're going to, I'm going to be showing three or maybe four days because I also, well, it's going to be weird because I have Guernsey's recorded grades and Oberhausley. So I'm going to be showing a little bit. My schedule is going to be weird depending on how it falls with the breeds. Uh, but you just have Oberhausley, right? You're not adding yes. anything that I'm not aware of. You're not adding any La Manches or Sonnens or anything. No. Right? Okay. Despite so, popular opinion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so my thoughts are ideally in a perfect world, I would like to get video and do, you know, one-on-ones with different breeders, uh, how they set up their areas, uh, you know, we're not going through people's purses or anything here, folks, but, uh, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe look at people, how they clip their udders for show, um, just all sorts of different things that we can get behind the scenes. Uh, and we'll post it probably on either our Facebook page or maybe we'll make a YouTube channel and put it on there for people for ease of access. Um, but what do you think about that, Nate? I think that would be kind of fun. The other thing is, you know, yeah, there are people who who you don't think about, or you, you don't really, not so much you don't think about, who you don't hear much from. Mm-hmm. That I think it would be fun to talk to, but um, it's a lot of it of you know we got to see what what twenty twenty two brings us. Um, goodness, I, I you know, I've got a, a million and one ideas, but I think some of our listeners may have other ideas. Um, we, uh, you know, I, I, I think, man, oh goodness, it's hard to talk to the judges. The judges are are so oh, busy. Yeah, I think that's kind of off limits. And so I, just, not, I don't kind of taboo. To, yeah, I don't want to talk know? to judges before the show. Maybe after, like, we're all done showing and we see a judge after the show, the national show is done. Yeah, um, like, you can probably can grab, grab one now. Yeah, um, but, but I don't think it would be a very smart choice to be like, hey, but, <laughs> I show you with know, you tomorrow, might, but you want to sit down on our podcast? But, you know, you know, what about judges from this year who judged this year and asked some questions about next, you know, how things go as a judge well i i definitely want to get more judges on the show for this year we haven't had too too many judges on so it's always good to get their kind of 
point of view. Um, yeah. But I'm talking about at nationals. Um, I'd like to do a couple, maybe like just like 10, 15 minute interviews with different breeders. Um, so we'll have them kind of backlogged and throughout the week we could either post them then for our listeners or we can stagger them throughout the year um, depending what our listeners want. And obviously listeners, we want you to give us feedback on our Facebook page, Instagram page, uh, reviews on Apple podcasts, all that stuff. Uh, and let us know what you were thinking would be best. Like what, what, what you want. I know what I like. I like chocolate ice cream. I know Nate probably likes sherbet or something weird like that. Uh, but we want to hear vanilla, what, <laughs> vanilla. Yeah. And that, but we want to hear what the listeners like, what flavors you like. Um, so that's where my thoughts are for next year for Harrisburg. Obviously, it's easy to say that, oh, we're going to do this and this and this now. But I, we also have to remember that we're going to have our families there. Yep. Uh, so it's going to, you know, we have children, so it's going to be a little bit give and take. I'm not going to just disappear for the week and Tierney is just going to be on her own, right? Uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to balance it out. Um, Nate and I aren't getting paid for this. This is all voluntary time, uh, which we love to do. We're not complaining. Uh, but we're gonna. It's gonna be a balancing act. It's not gonna be like, oh, here's day one, two hours of content, right? It's gonna have to be uh, day one. Here's a half hour snippet, or here's whatever. Um, day two is scheduled as this, and blah blah blah. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. Did you have any other thoughts on that, Nate? I think that that's kind of a good way to do it. Um, you know, it, it it's good to try to keep it going. Um. You know, nationals is fun. Yeah, that would be probably the other thing to show is, you know, the fun, the excitement, you know, and possibly talk to some vendors who are there. Um, mm-hmm. Show how. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How, this, how really it is a, it's not just that it's a regional show. It's a national show held regionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the vendors do come from quite a ways. Uh, it might even be interesting, I was noticing there's still people traveling home. They're still going home from national show in, in Kentucky. They're still driving, hauling their goats home. Um, I think most of them are settled by now. Some of them are. There's a, a couple that, you know, you know, maybe by now, as of this recording, possibly, but as of my, my dinner a couple hours ago here, um, there were a few that were still, they may have just crossed the state line into the home state. Um, but just to, you know, the the distance some of these people travel to come to nationals. Um, yeah. It's kind of mind-boggling, especially for those of us in the Northeast, where, as we've mentioned, you know, there's a county fair. You know, I've got three county fairs within two hours of my house. Um, probably more than that if I look around. Um, so, you know, those are some things possibly to think about, but I think leading up to it, that's what, you know, leading up to nationals is the other thing I think we ought to be looking at, um, you know, the yeah. prepping, the, you know, the crazy show, not, not even show rules, the crazy site rules, 
you know, people <laughs> yeah. this year were, were mainly all up in arms over the COVID restrictions. And right. it, it kind of was, it sounds crazy, but a little ironic because in previous years, they've been up in arms over no shavings or uh, no electrical devices or no non-essential electrical. Um, what defines a non-essential? What can you I use think that non-essential that for? On. What? I think there was still that going on, just not as loud. Right. Well, and then creative ways people use essential equipment to do what's been deemed non-essential. <laughs> I've, I've heard stories of people cooking dinner in uh, pasteurizer. <laughs> well, I heard a story from Tom Rucker that uh, he got checked by the National Show Committee chair uh, because they thought he was roasting or he was he was cooking a turkey in his pasteurizer, uh, which he wasn't. He was doing he was pasteurizing milk. Uh, but he, he he said he told me that story and I was just it was so funny. Like who would think that they'd roast a turkey? First of all, who roasts a turkey at national show and then who does it in a pasteurizer? <laughs> well you gotta feed everybody around yeah, you. Right? You know, and, uh, yeah. But no, some people do get creative. I mean um but and then there were shows where, you know, quite frankly we got a little spoiled, like goodness, like Columbus they said you know, you can plug in whatever you want, um, for the most part. Um, yeah, I hope Columbus is twenty twenty three. I'm hoping that. No, sorry, twenty 2020, twenty 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 four. I misspoke. It's it's got to be it's gonna be West Coast twenty twenty three. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll see. Um, we'll probably have more idea of what it's gonna be in twenty twenty four, twenty twenty three, and twenty twenty four after national convention, which is this fall. Fall. It should be. Um, is it an announced at convention? It's it is if, it's, right if it is. If it's decided upon. If it's voted upon. Sure. Um, if it's not, you know, if, if it's not decided yet, it's not decided. Um, I think twenty twenty three will be decided by then. Yeah, I mean, it almost for has sure. to be for sure. Um, so, um, so but, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 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 uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. So I think what we'll do is on Facebook this week as because final results for these shows haven't been posted on on Adga yet on their website. So once they post those, we'll link it. Um, I'm curious to see who the the premier sire was for like Oberhausen or any other. I was gonna say. Some of the premier sires have already been announced and were right. people left with the banners. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody I know of that, that I know knows who the Overhodgley premier sire was. Right. Um, not even a couple of people who might have either owned him or been the breeder of. Um, so um, I'll be curious to know about that one. Uh, and I believe that the photos taken by uh, the photographer uh, will be... Melanie Ferguson did a wonderful job. Holy cow. Now, every every national show, the pictures are pretty good. But she, like, was down 
at goat level taking pictures. Shoot, you, for a Nigerian dwarf, she I was, was say, like did crawling. You the Nigerian dwarf junior class, the, the junior kid class, she was practically laying down in the shavings yep. to get that kid Nigerian dwarf kid photo from eye level of the goat. And she was trying to get pictures of every single goat in that ring. Uh, it, it was, was an amazing. impressive uh, she showing did well. for the Nigerian dwarves. Um, yeah. It it really was. We watch we uh, projected it up onto our big screen TV and watched it here. Um, my father, who he loves his Nigerians, he came up and uh, watched it with us. And uh, so yeah, no, it was it was good. It was she's hope I. I look forward to seeing those photos. Uh, I, any photos, you know, I, I goodness, we, we love looking at goats. Come on, that's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 some of my favorite parts were just like after the national champion and reserve were chosen and they were choosing best utter for the breed and you got all these people uh, milking out their goats along the ring and, and just you could see the camaraderie. The camaraderie was probably the most impressive uh, watching these nationals between like, breeders shaking each other's hands, uh, hugs. I mean, shoot, Brandy almost tackled uh, Kurt and Vanessa with a hug uh, after Dallas won. Um, it was just really cool to see people uh, still there for each other. Uh, this community really is awesome uh, when you kind of get away from the noise and just watch. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I was very impressed this week with how everybody conducted themselves. Uh, there were a couple times on the old Facebook lands that people were not so nice. Um, and shame on those people. I'm not going to even give them the time of day by put saying anything else on here. Uh, but for the most part, uh, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, I think. You know, I was really, I was also impressed with just how, you know, people support, were encouraging each other and, you know, generally uh, happy for each other, even if, you know, their doe didn't win or, you know, it, it was, it was pretty good. I saw also a lot of really nice uh, youth uh, animals, animals shown by youth in the Embedded show, um, a number of those. Um, those youth had some really gorgeous animals. Um, you know, um, it was it was just a, a all around good experience as far as being a viewer of the show. You know, kind of watching it. Kind of, you talk about armchair quarterback. I guess we were armchair showmen uh, this time around. And <laughs> you know, yeah, there was a couple times where I was like. Pay attention. Pay attention. Look where the judge is. You're in between the judge and the animal. Pay attention. <laughs> like just <laughs> screaming at my computer. I'm like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> or, or, or there were people who'd put in these huge, you know, the animal gets unruly, out of line a bit, and you're supposed to gracefully circle her back into line to reset her. There were people who'd take these huge loops around. You know, almost like they were going, being called out to go t start another ring or something. Yeah. And, you know, you'd see them start to move and like, oh, was she just called out to place? And no, 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 
she's going back and you know she being the doe, you know the doe is going back in her line. Oh, okay, you know um, a few things like that. Yeah, what was um, it the the champion lineup for alpines? The exhibitor had to keep doing that. Oh no, sorry, I got confused. Uh, that was the Oberhasi line. One of the exhibitors had to keep pulling her doe out because she was just done. You could tell she was just like ready to be out of the ring. Uh, so. I'm done. Milk me. Yeah, yeah I have had that happen with a few doge of mine. So, oh, um, not at too. nationals, but no, uh, <laughs> I can't wait next year for nationals. Minerva being, <laughs> well, she's only going to be two, so she won't have to be waiting all morning. But uh, she, if she gets overfilled and even after taking some out, she's like done. She's like, I, I just want to be milked and left alone. And she turns into a little snake. Um, <laughs> but, curls up yeah, in the so, corner. You mean? yeah she just gets mad at everybody um i'm pretty pretty happy with how nationals went um i have feedback which i'll bring to my directors i'm not gonna waste my breath here um but besides that i'm really happy with how everything went i'm excited for harrisburg not only to be an exhibitor and show my animals but also uh to meet other breeders that I haven't had the pleasure of meeting yet, which is quite a few people. Um, and yeah, yeah, just enjoy the week and, and bring content, uh, to our listeners, uh, so they can experience national show, uh, even if they can't go. Well, now the other thing I, I saw, I saw a lot of people who had ideas of how things they felt things should be, or they had questions about the way they were felt they weren't quite right. Um, you know, we are looking towards, you know, next year, uh, that brings us, you know, we're looking at next year and we're kind of looking at convention coming up as well and meeting of, of directors and uh, committees. And that brings up the committees. Um, if you have great ideas of how things should be and you think you can help improve things, you know, make it known that you're willing to be on a committee. And, yeah. you know, whether it's National Show Committee, which really is not a small committee. It's not like it's an elitist two or three people committee. But, uh, you know, can we circle back on National Show Committee real quick? Yeah. OK. So National Show Committee members are able, if they're helping, to come into the show a day early. So they can get their animals set, and they can help with vet checks, uh, setting up vendors, all that good stuff, right? But yeah, because there's a lot to be done. There's a ton to be done, and those people that were there were there all day helping with vet check, all the everything, all the things. I saw numerous posts from people saying, "Where are our show, our national show committee members that came in early and aren't here now?" If you are going to be signing up for a committee coming to the national show early, you best bet your butt better be helping in any way, shape, or form. And that's going to be a reminder for any folks that are thinking about joining any committee. uh, If you're going to be on that committee, do your due diligence and put in some time to help on said committee. It's just very frustrating for those. Like I know 
Brandy and Jason Peckman and a bunch of other people were kicking butt all day well, to check in, check in these animals. I mean, working hard after driving a long distance to help out our other people coming in exhibitors into the show. So just really, if you're going to come in early as a national show committee member, don't be that jerk that just disappears. Help. And that's going to be the end of my rant. Okay, now going back onto my national show committee rant. Uh It's not just national show committee. On any committee, whether long-range planning for the show, the convention, whether it's on breed standards or whether you want to be on any committee, um, you know, let let it be known to your to your director. Let it be known that you want to, you know, they usually do a call for people who want to be in committee. Um, and, you know, that time is coming up, you know, in October. So, uh, you know, if go for it. Um, that's all I was really saying. <laughs> Didn't mean. Yeah. Um, well, that's but a, there's that's a lot a to be place. done. Many hands make late work. Exactly. Uh, I think that's a good place to, to end it here. Um, next week, I think we're going to try to get a guest on. Um, hopefully that pans out. And then, yeah, I, I we'll honestly, be into August. Yeah, we'll be into August, and I'll be getting ready for county fair for a week. Uh, so one of our episodes, I'll be at county fair. Um. And yeah, we'll be grinding away. So did you have anything else to add, Nate, before I go ahead and close this episode out? Close it on out. Finish it up. All right, folks. Well, I'm John. That's Nate. And this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.